I'm Shotzi Blackheart, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. and We are tired. Oh, my God. I'm sure you're tired. After this whole weekend of wrestling in the Bay Area in San Francisco, we had a mecca of pro wrestling going on. And if something was going on, Corey was there. I was at the meet and greet. I was at King of Indies and then New Japan on Saturday, man. And he just flew back from Boston. And Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I just got back and I was, you know... Biggest pop of the night for that that whole crowd. I feel like the whole show, the biggest pop of the night was in the beginning with the Celtics logo. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah. Um, but guys, if you want to find us at our home, sound, we could find us at soundcloud.com slash Radio. Also, um, other cross, across other fine podcast delivery options, options, such as iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and other fine podcast delivery options. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, we are at CWR415 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's at CWR415. Like I said, I'm Corey Smith. I am Jose. And yeah, like I said, there's man, this whole weekend of wrestling was crazy in the Bay Area. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, we had, like I said, we had the, like it doesn't really officially count, but it kicked off with the, um, the G1 Showcase press conference, followed by the meet and greet on Treasure Island, which was really, really odd when I went to it. Why so far away? That's I don't, strange. Yeah, everyone was kind of questioning that. But it was in like this, it looked like an abandoned school, like abandoned elementary school. Okay. And there were a few uh, feral chihuahuas running around. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, because I saw them in a distance, and then eventually they ran into Kenny Omega's room, and Kenny Omega tried to catch a little chihuahua, uh-huh. and then it ran to the Young Buck side, and then they tried to catch a chihuahua, and then it ran outside, and then just oh, left. that's funny. Um, bees everywhere on Treasure Island, apparently. Bees? I think it's because it's surrounded by water. Yeah. They're not- well, it was done on purpose. A lot of people are collecting bees nowadays. Oh, really? Well, not collecting, you know, trying to contribute to the bee population, but I heard somewhere it's a bad idea. We'll get into that some other time, but we'll yeah. get there. Um, and then followed that night by King of Indies, which is an incredible show sponsored by All Pro Wrestling and uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution. Uh, your king of the indies this year is Dragon Lee. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Dragon Lee. But, man, you know what? I feel like he should have taken a break um, because that next night when he had that match with Hiromu, man, Hiromu Takahashi breaking his neck. Yeah, that, uh, can you blame I'm not, him? I'm not blaming um, him. Yeah, he just, he's, just he seemed exhausted. And yeah, there were reports that the night before he was limping around because um, I guess Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer at Denny's, yeah. and they noticed him walk into the Denny's limping and had his knees all taped up. Oh, uh, you know what though? I'm sure 75 percent of wrestlers after the match yeah, 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 they walk around yeah, limping. Yeah, yeah. After a game of softball, I limp off the field. Yeah. Um, so you mean it was an incredible night? The it was a packed show at uh, Pachili Event Center. It was super hot in there. We were swe- it was like it felt like an actual wrestling show. Yeah, we were sweating. It was it felt uncomfortable. You wanted to pass out at a certain time <laughs> just because you were tired. Um, but yeah, then the next night, Saturday night, we had uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling at the Cal Palace, which was incredible. Um, if you haven't got to watch that show yet, I do suggest checking it out. Um, it actually plays really mm-hmm. well on Access. Does it? It does. Uh, with uh, Jim Ross and, uh, was it Mike Garnett? Sure. I, think Mike Gar- I believe Mike Garnett um, doing commentary. Um, and yeah, man, what you know, I, I was there and uh, it was a great crowd too. It was great to see the Cow Palace packed again. You can, you can hear it through the TV. It, it transmitted well. Uh, one of the you know one of the meccas of pro wrestling is the Cow Palace. I feel like do they still have pictures of Hogan and yes King Kong Bundy and all those yes. guys and always and all the rodeo winners and yeah. and the circus yeah and then like for some reason all the owners of the Cow Palace who all have cow- cowboy hats on 
Well, it is the cow palace. That's true. It it it, it really does take you back to yesteryear. I feel like, yeah, especially the bar when you walk into the old school bar and it's got like the neon, ca- like the neon like buffalo and the cowboy. And I used to work there. Did you really? Yeah. See, so you know, you're like, yeah, it looked exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't changed a bit. Um, yeah, but uh, Kenny Omega defending his title. Pretty much no titles change hands except for the match of the night where the United States title changed hands. Right. Juice Robinson is your new IWGP United States champion, uh, which was a hell of a match, man. Dude, the whole card was good except for maybe the, the old guys. What, the first match? Or? No, no, no. It was like maybe the third match. or uh, It's just, you know, the two uh, stocky. Okay. Was Oh, well, was it? Um, it was a tag match. Okay. Oh, was it um, Yano and uh, Ishii versus yeah, Zack Sabre sure, Jr. and sure. <laughs> Minoru Suzuki? I think that's what it was. Um, but I, yeah, and they were just kind of brawling the entire yeah. time. And there was one guy with the DVD. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, that's Yano. That's uh, one of the leaders of one of the founders of Chaos. Okay, he founded that with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Nice. Oh, so everybody knows this is actually my first New Japan event nice. from front to back, start to finish. Nice. I've so, I've seen matches here and there. But I actually stuck around. You know, Cow Palace dragged me in, mm-hmm. and I stayed in for good reason. It was a great paper, well, not pay per view, but it was a great show. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then the main event, like I said, it wasn't like the like it's not like a seven star Okada um, Omega match, but you know, you did they did get quote unquote hardcore. Yeah, uh, busting out the ladders, the tables. Cody taking a rough spot on the side of the table. Yeah, and Kenny Omega took a, a nice. Double ladder to the face. Oh, like he landed on the ladder, then the ladder bounced and came back to his oh face. Oh my god! You guys probably didn't see. I didn't that see that. Seats. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that suplex off the ladder. Yeah. Because those rings are a lot stiffer than the WWE rings. Yeah. You can't tell because they don't bounce as much. Uh-huh. So man, that for both of them, I just. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but the main the main news coming out of that is uh, the defect uh, de- defection in Bullet Club. Yeah. Tomatonga Tongaloa and King Haku defecting. And uh, don't know whether they're still part of Bullet Club as their own faction. They had shirts on, said BC Firing Squad. Uh-huh. Uh, today, Bad Luck Fale confirmed that he is with them, too. Um, cool. So, you know, we have defection in Bullet Club. We'll see what happens with that. Probably yeah. get a Tomatonga versus Kenny Omega match. Um, yeah. Uh, on the Slack, I, I think you guys saw that I was like, you know, there was too many members of the Bullet Club to begin with. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And I really didn't want to see a red and black faction than a... Uh, you know, uh, Latino faction. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see all these. Yeah, I don't want to see all this sprout. BWO. But this feels fresh. Yeah, exactly. It it doesn't feel like a copy, even though they had red writing on their black shirts. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh no, Wolfpack. But it it felt fresh and it felt right and it made sense. I wonder how long Haku is going to be involved. He'll be a manager. He'll be a valet. Yeah. He'll be like the uh, the mastermind. Yeah, so he'll have the salt in his pockets. Yeah, the the experience that they need. Yeah. Uh, but from the excitement of New Japan, we jump to the exciting night of Monday. Monday Night Raw. Screeching halt. You can hear the brakes. Uh, Monday Night Raw this week uh, took place in Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was an okay show. I mean, from start to finish, they had, there was you know their usual, but... It's a better show than it has been in weeks. We didn't get nine Roman spots. Thank God. We only so. got two, maybe three. Maybe three. Um, but the show did start off... With a three-minute-long Roman Reigns promo, um, you know, just kind of going back to the last couple weeks with him and Bobby Lashley. Uh, Then it cut to him walking to the ring backstage, and Bobby Lashley just, you know, where you where you going? What are you doing? 
Um, you know, I'm doing my job. Uh, they told me to go out there and cut a promo. We have a pay per view coming up. Well, didn't you read the uh, script, buddy? Come on. Don't you play 2K? Like, I'm sure it's like in 2K19 where like they have the whiteboard in the back and it says, okay, number one, Roman promo. Okay, I'll yeah. go out there. And uh, Lashley just needs to read it, man. Somebody walked in late. Um, but Lashley basically, um, the, oh, and both both guys not mic'd up at all. No, that was it, weird. It kind of sounded like like a cheap porno movie. Uh-huh. You know, it was like, hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Ooh, what do you got there? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just the, like. The mic was on the camera. It wasn't even a boom. Yeah. Um, but Lashley dares Roman to call him out, goes up to the ring to call him out. Uh, like I said, the biggest pop of the night was when the can, pam do- the can panned over to the Boston Celtics uh, decal on the wall. And the crowd goes nuts. Yeah, lack of a better term, ape duty, because yeah. man, they were the Boston like as loud as they could. Yeah, um, it was pretty cool. Uh, well, Roman getting some decent female pop. Yeah, I feel like Roman always kind of has a decent like. You know what? It died for a little while. Really? And uh, I would say maybe three weeks ago it started building up again. You know the 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 high pitch pop. Okay. Because you know you got the. The manly pop, then you got the you know crowd pop, and then there's the which is a mixture of little kids yeah, yeah. and women. Yeah, what can you do? Yeah, well, you know that that long hair. He's like a he's like a character out of like a he's like a Fabio type of guy. You know sure, I mean? the wrestling Fabio. Like I could see him on one of those covers, like on a Roman- romance novel, on a pirate ship holding yeah, a woman. Yeah. And being like, oh, that'd be perfect for him. Wait, what? He should switch careers, or he should switch gimmicks. That should be he should be like the Fabio of WWE. <laughs> just take Fandango's gimmick and have him come out dancing the entire time, or be a pirate like in um, Paul Birchall. Yeah, have him like like um, rip court or was it zip line down to the ring? That'd be awesome. There we go. Um, but Roman walks down to the ring, calls out Lashley. Lashley coming down, looking super intense. Yeah, um, made a beeline right for uh, Roman Reigns. Angle runs out and tells him to try to save it for Sunday, but no, they don't save it for Sunday. We get. Uh, in the ring brawl, uh, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns go at it, only for the entire well, I would say close to the entire roster to come out and separate the two. It was the first wave, yeah, and then we got a second wave too. Yeah, um, we got the backup after because the first wave was like Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, yeah. Elias, you know. Um, so we had all them down there. Uh, so I mean, them, I, yeah, it's just them brawling in the ring. I, yeah, I like how that at least happened. Sure, it but was. it's nothing we haven't seen before. We've seen Brock do this with um, with Roman. We've seen uh, countless others do this. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And it's uh, it's just it's kind of a copy and paste for a lot of yeah. You know, okay, you guys brawl before the pay per view, and then we'll have a match at the pay per view. It will probably end up in a dusty finish somehow. Maybe Brock, Brock yeah. comes out and tears them both apart, and then we get a triple yeah. threat. At God willing, but I don't think that'll happen. And then Brock takes that title into UFC. Because I think Brock showed up at UFC event this this weekend, no? He did, but they're advertising him as the Universal Champion taking on the UFC Champion. Oh. So. So Dana White and Vince had lunch. I can see that, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, But the only thing, if they do that, he has to have that. He has to bring that title with him. He has to. He has to go into the octagon holding that Universal yeah, title up. there's no way around it. Because that would be kind of like, you can't just, I don't know. I don't know. This is personally. Uh, next up, we have uh, Mickey James and Alexa Bliss versus the Naya and Natty Express. Um, this was, I mean, Naya was Naya had a lot of intensity, but so did Natty. And Natty was on her A game last night. Um, you know me; I'm not a big fan. No, she, absolutely. Yeah. She was fine. She, yeah. I had no complaints. She she did her job, which is an upgrade from what I do every other week. Is complain about her? Yeah. 
then eventually Nia hits a very scary uh, press slam to Mickey James, yes. followed by a leg drop. You know, the most dangerous move in wrestling, the yeah. leg drop. Uh, pinned to Mickey James by Nia Jax. One, two, three. Nia and Natty win. But after the match... Special appearance by the kendo stick. Alexa Bliss attacks Nia, ja- Nia and Natty with a kendo stick. Uh, I think breaks the kendo stick over one of them. Uh, it always cracks a they, little bit. Yeah, they always have like the really flimsy ones. Yeah. I feel like they get them at the toy store or something. Yeah, and I want to say like the second or third strike on yeah. Nia that she hit, she hit her like in the back of the neck. And it's funny because kendo sticks aren't like that at all. Like yeah. Kendo sticks are like legit one pieces of wood. Yeah. Like those fake, they're like the fake swords. Yeah, like no, the these are like swords. umbrellas that broke. Oh God, can you be like someone just came with like a sparring sword? Like, no, we're doing this. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm good, I'm Whack. good. Ah! Tap, 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 tap. Uh, but Alexa Bliss uh, get, um, running away, getting getting away from Nia Jax as soon as Nia gets the upper hand. Um, so, I mean. And she breaks the kendo stick over her knee like Bo Jackson with a bat. If, uh, if we're led to believe, you know, usually the people that go over on the go-home show, like who went over here? Did, did Alexa go over? Wait, did who Nia? won the match? Nia won the match, but Alexa stood strong, you know what I mean? She didn't catch a whipping either. Exactly, so. It seems like Alexa went over, and you know the rule of WWE is that if you go over on the go home show, you lose at the pay per view. Yep. So we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? We'll have a we'll have a prediction show coming up t- sometime this week. Uh, next up, we have uh, Charlie backstage with Nia Jax. Um, you know, Alexa, uh, Nia just kind of going on saying, "Alexa will not break me, like I will break her, um, and I won't forget everything she's done to me." You know, usual. Nia Jax yeah, promo okay, by Alexa Bliss. I get it. Yeah. You know, Alexa's a bully. I get it. Uh, next up, we have Kevin Owens backstage with Kurt Angle. And um, I, th- I actually thought everything Kevin Owens has been doing the past couple of weeks is probably the spun highlight on. of yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and it's all spun on. The logic is right there. Mm-hmm. He comes in. He, you know, he says, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not cleared for work, but I'm here. You know, um, I brought a doctor's note. Here's here's my doctor's note. You know, despite Braun's obsession with me and you and you you tr- out trying to get me, you know, I'm not medically cleared, but I'm still here. Um, and you know, I'm gonna hide in the one place that Braun Strowman can't get to me, and that's right here in your office. Awesome idea. Yeah, and it has never been done before. Great idea. And he's just chilling in the back of uh, Kurt Angle's office the entire night. Yeah, he even offers him a hey, last bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the last bite's always the best bite. Um. Next up, we have Mojo Raleigh versus No Way Jose. Again. Well, this is we actually had the match this time. We had one, we had one match oh, before, that's right? right? And this this is was the, the rematch? This is the but rematch had, Mojo allowed. We had like three weeks of teaser. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, this was a match. Um, yeah, there, it, did it pay off? I mean, he, I guess. Mojo did hit a really nice Alabama slam to No Way Jose. Yeah, he did. And, you know, Mojo's improving. Uh, yeah, at this point, I'll take uh, Mojo over Jose, which uh, should be relegated. Oh, yeah, he he needed to spend more time in NXT. I feel like a lot of these guys can could have probably done a lot better in this NXT where it's branching out now. Yeah. You're going to have a UK division. You're going to have, hopefully, an Asia division, South America, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. It, he could have definitely used the time to uh, expand his character and refine that a bit because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right now we don't know what that is. Yeah, it's just party guy. Yeah. It's just like, hey, man, I say no way. Yeah. It's, like, it's just right. like that Rose character. Remember him? Adam Rose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's everyone calls the the people next to him. They say Rosebud's 2.0. Yep. yep. That's what Brian Alvarez says. Um, So it is what it is. Next up, we have Bailey and Sasha counseling. Way, 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 way. See, 
when I was taught to go to counseling as a kid, I was supposed to give the counselor at least a couple of weeks before I fired them and I didn't like them. <laughs> they cut Dr. Shelby like that. Yeah. What happened to Dr. Shelby? I, I guess he didn't get the job done. I get what. Maybe come on. he had a couple sick days. How, how long did Team Hell know? Like, how long did Team Hell know eventually take to? Like, those were weeks Months, of promos. Yeah. Months, even if at that. And now Dr. Shelby, after one week, they're just like, okay, you're done. Yeah, we get these lame Same office, now. though. Same office. But now nobody's mic is just a room mic. In, you know, I feel like they need, I feel like they're just trying to get it over with now. Yeah, because it seems like they're trying to like the first week they they were trying to make Bailey the heel, and now they're trying to make Sasha the heel, and it didn't play well on TV. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell it was, was confusing. Going on. Uh, the announcers were talking all over the all over the bit. Yeah, you're like, oh, so, they were here earlier today, and uh, yeah, so was the they point. can't get things done. Yeah, you, we shouldn't even had multiple segments about this. We should just had one, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and just this, this it, served no purpose. Like last week could have done it, and then maybe this week them in the ring, and just have a match already, man. Yeah, how long is this going to take? Uh, WrestleMania, <laughs> like it just, just drag it, it goes it goes into like my theory of Vince trying to kill NXT talent Ooh. because they're not his talent, they're not his the guys he decided a to bring. WCW, in. kind of, yeah, like but like secretly because he knows like. Like Hunter is like there. I don't know. This is just all me speculating, but yeah, I, I feel like Vince like sees Triple H like doing NXT and how big it's growing, and it, it kind of being a competition, not really. But then when you bring more people of his guys up to the main roster, a lot of Vince's guys get left behind, they get phased out. Exactly. So then you have a whole roster full of Triple H guys, where you know, and I, I not saying Triple H is going to start a quote unquote mutiny, but you know, if you have a lot of people that support you. Over someone else, like if you work for someone and every worker supports you over the main boss, true. I mean, main boss isn't gonna like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, but that's just like my theory on whole NXT thing. Yeah, uh, deep down, they're all Vince's guys, they should be Vince's guys, they're going mm-hmm. through his company, so there should be no beef. But yeah, I do see that there's some backlash, yeah, for all those NXT guys. I feel bad for them, uh, the guys and the women. Um, it, it's not fair. Yeah, and even some sometimes I, I think Vince calls people up just to squash them, like he calls them like up Ty prematurely. Dillinger. Yeah, yeah, he called them up prematurely. He probably saw some fire in them, some momentum. Said, "Let's call them up, turn them into a jobber, send them back later on. We can release or them. squash them in a sense where it's like you got over on your own with that ten chant. Yeah, and we didn't want you to get over like that. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing you up to Maine. You're gonna be relegated to live shows. Yep, like and that's it. Yeah, so. I mean, it really does take the take the steam out of Ty Dillinger for sure. Well, it has. We saw what he's been doing lately. A yeah. whole lot of nothing. Uh, next up, we have uh, Seth Rollins backstage and uh, Jinder Mahal is offering his peace and tranquility treatment. Well, that's what he's been needing because he's he's all about burning it down. He goes, he goes, Seth. You know, it, it, instead of burning it down, you should. What do you say? Like bring it up or like? Uh, no, I think Seth said that. He goes, you know what? You're right. I have been all about burning things down. I need to start building things up. Yeah. I'll start with this. And he goes, you know, I say my chant with me. Close his eyes. Shanti. And that's when Seth Rollins just sneaks away. Yeah, dastardly Seth Rollins. I, what, I don't know what they're trying to do with Jinder. Are they, is he face now? Because usually don't get face heel promos together like yeah, that. I thought it was yeah. very weird, you know. Yeah, and when he saw him, he wasn't like, Jinder. Exactly. He like, hey, hey, Jinder, what's up, bro? He's like, what's up, dude? How are yeah. you? Um, and they also did this one thing. Where they, I know that in New York, they were in New York this past week, yeah. And they had this whole 
uh, just picture of like it was like Jinder, Matt Hardy, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, and someone else, and they were all like on the streets of New York. Callisto. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it was like supposed to be like the superhero, like the Avengers yeah, kind of. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? Like, I just, it just threw me off because I know Jinder's a heel. I know Alexa is too, but. Yeah, a photo shoot for a video game. Yeah. My probably. assumption. Um, next up, we have. Oh, this is uh, Seth Rollins' promo. Seth Rollins comes out to the ring uh, looking to win his Intercontinental Championship this uh, next Sunday at Extreme Rules. Uh, out comes Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. And, uh, you know, Seth basically. Uh, Calls um, uh, Drew McIntyre, um, lack of a better term, called him a sheep fucker. Yeah, uh, but, but earlier, did he call him a Scottish Wookiee? Did he? I, I, th- I thought he heard him say something like that, like, you and a Scottish Wookiee over there. Yeah. Um, but then he yeah, started saying something about, like, oh, I know it gets lonely in Scotland, and you got all those sheep up there. Yeah. I was like, whoa, Seth, calm down. This is supposed to be a family show right here. Yeah. Um, you know what else I noticed on the night is that this is the first instant. Maybe there was more earlier, but um, Dolph Ziggler flubbed the line. Oh, the crowd let him have it. Oh, oh, Boston. Yeah, they didn't let it. Yeah, yeah but he's not the only one. Really? Yeah, a few people. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I remember that he he said something. He goes like, "Coming up on the sun," and he kind of stopped and like redid his words. You know, rechanged changed everything up. Yeah. Um, what she got out of, but at the same time, the crowd let him have it. Yeah, well, uh, let's not skip it. Let's just say who it was. Uh, Corey Graves had a had a flub. Uh huh. Um, who else? I'm sure Michael Cole a bunch of times. Too. Yeah, Michael Cole. Or not Michael Cole. Michael but I mean, Cole. Coach. The Michael Cole did have one. Yeah, Coach had one. Um, I, I like the commentators always have one. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I should have been more prepared. Oh. Well, if if we find it through the notes, I'll yeah, we'll, mention it. will come up. Yeah. Next up, we ha- oh so basically uh, Seth and uh, McIntyre looks like we're gonna get a match later tonight. It wasn't officially announced here, but I know later it was. Yeah, but officially announced as the yeah. main event. Uh, next up, we have Bo Dallas and uh, and and Curtis Axel backstage. Yeah. You know, Bo scares Axel. Yeah, uh, they're st- they're still backstage doing their parody promo kind of a little bit, not to the full extent of the whole video package. Um, but they're backstage kind of getting ready for it. And yeah, they're practicing getting in character. Bo kind of comes out and, like you said, scares them a little bit as Bray White. Because he does a perfect spot on Bray White. He does. Um, but who better to Im- imitate you than your brother, right? My little brother. Um, you know, Bo says, you know, hey, you know they come out. To, well, what the happens? They come out to the ring. Uh, and then they cut the promo out there. Bo, as Bray White, says, we will eat your soul with a side of rice and beans. <laughs> And maybe avocado if it's in season. <laughs> the avocado line was the best. I was saying, I was, I thought something like, and if we have to pay extra, we'll pay for the avocado. <laughs> um, then Matt and Bray appear on the on the on the screen, or no, they appear behind them, right? They appear on the screen and they say something like, "We're well, here." Yeah, lights uh, go down. Yeah, and they uh, reappear on the, uh, behind them. Uh, the match was okay. Um, it was what it was. Uh, yeah. Revival looking on backstage. Yeah, Matt's a little bit more stiff this week. Yeah. I mean, a little bit more aggressive. Maybe he'll turn coming. Maybe. He, he looked a little hurt after the match, though. Yeah. I just think he's a little stiff. You know, it, it, it did, like, pick up. Like, I felt like with Bray there, it definitely uh, put yeah. some energy yeah, back yeah, into, the, into the thing. It, it felt like they were more aggressive. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was a little bit of Bray being there and, and his influence. Yeah, like no, leaning yeah. on the, um, the side rails, and what do you call it? Um, and Matt doesn't have to carry the whole promo at that point. Yeah, with Bray there. Yeah, um, and I have to issue a, a citation, so to speak, and a warning to one Jonathan Coachman. 
<laughs> don't take shots at your legends, man. So there's a certain point of the match where I, I don't remember who who it was between, but somebody you know got hit in the ribs, um, and coach went out and said, "Oh, I think Bo Bo got hit in the ribs," and then he said Bo could have broken his ribs, and he goes stops and goes, "I heard that's going around right now." Yeah, kind of yeah. referring to Jr. getting the broken ribs yeah, in the New Japan on, show. Dude. Yeah. You know, it's you know, I get you're you're trying to be funny, or I don't know if that was a Vince line, like, uh, yeah, it might have been a Vince line, a little ribby, ribby, a little quote unquote ribby, ribby to yeah. the broken rib. Yep. Um. So that's that's our CWR citation of the week, sponsored by, uh, what was that one um, oil canister that was always sponsoring WCW ones? You know, with the the grip. Remember, <laughs> you remember? You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Uh, what was that? God, oh, man, it's escaping my mind. Watch when the show's over, we're gonna remember and yeah. be like, "Damn it!" Uh, but eventually, um, you know, there was an interaction outside with Curtis Axel and Bray Wyatt. But Bo gets the spinning neckbreaker on Matt Hardy. Uh, Bo pins Matt Hardy, clean pin. I mean, but despite the the, the interference, yeah, the little yeah, distraction, distraction. There we go. Um, but then the lights go out. Bray's screen effect apparently recharges Hardy because apparently he's. He's all right after that neck breaker, you yeah. know. Uh, lights go out, come back on, and they try to attack the the B team, but they get away. Well, that, that's um, maybe something that they're getting from New Japan because I noticed that in New Japan, no one's ever really hurt. Hurt. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody can you know come out of something mm-hmm. devastating and be quite all right in the next move. So taking the book out of their page, Fuck, man. Like I said, Takahashi broke his neck and he still completed the match. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, next up, we have Renee Young backstage with Bobby Lashley. And he says, I have zero respect for Roman Reigns, even though I had respect for Sami Zayn. I am Robot Robert. Call I, me Bobby. I am Robert Lashley. Yeah. I, I just, I, he's good and all, a good wrestler. I just, I don't think the guy can cut a promo. Yeah. You see that weird moment at the end where he was smiling when he was like, believe. And then he went, that. And he got all serious. It's like, okay, dude, like, just go. This, you seem kind of schizo there for her. Yeah. I always thought Bobby Lashley was a murderer. Well, like, let's, let's play everything. it up. New character. Um, next up, we have an Alexa Bliss iPhone promo, which there's really nothing to be said about that. Um, it was an iPhone promo. Um, we still get Tyler Breeze talking fashion with the Riot Squad. Oh, he's, he, here you go. I'll give you these shirts. He's for fashion. Yeah. Because Fandango, they're trying to use Tyler Breeze because Fandango's out with an injury, apparently. Yeah. So Tyler uh, has to do something. Tyler has to do something every week. Um, and they said, we don't need fashion. Rip up his shirts and... Piggyback to a... Yeah, raspberry. Gave him a raspberry and walked away. That's what it was called. A raspberry. I was yeah. trying to remember the name. Um, I can't wait for Bella's Takeover Paris. Oh, this, this Sunday, a two-night event. Yeah. The Nikki Bella's <laughs> Bachelorette Party. That's going to be great. Oh, will she cheat on him? Oh, I, I can't wait to see Bree Mode. Bree Mode. No. Uh, we get Daniel out there too. No, it's just the girls, right? It's just the girls. Just the girl. Oh. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, JJ's girl going to be? What's her name? Jessica? Is it Jessica? Is it? What's her, uh, you know? What I'm talking about right. Uh, the brother's wife. Yeah, JJ's wife. Um, I'm sure she is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She's preggers. Oh, maybe not. So maybe not. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, then we get another therapist session. Yeah, and it, this was completely. There was it was inaudible, right? This one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have Liv Morgan versus Ember Moon. Which um, apparently the Riot Squad got a remix themed. Um, yeah, they got, uh, after you know they were, they felt like their theme was a little too similar to our theme, so they decided <laughs> they have to change it up a little bit. Just you know, so we're separate. They don't want you know they don't want to promote our show, and that's cool. I get it. Everyone's got to make their decisions. Um, we won that battle. 
Exactly. It's like when w- World Wildlife Federation kept the WWF, you know? Wow. Yeah. That, that's still, I just was, I always thought, Vin, you know, Vince, that's probably the one Vince is just sitting there like, those bastards. It eats them up every day. Uh, Have you seen that shirt with the panda giving a chair to another panda? Oh, yeah. WWF. A, I want that shirt so Me bad. Too. That's a really cool yeah. shirt. Um, but this was an okay match. Uh, what, the end of the match was a tornado face buster yep. to uh, Ember Moon. Devastating looking bulldog. Um, that. Yeah. Ember made on Liv? Yeah, I believe Ember? so. Yeah. And then uh, Ember Moon got the pin on Liv Morgan. One, two, three. So this is just kind of keep, yeah, sure. okay. keeping the, the wheels going. Uh, next up, we have Finn Balor and Bobby. Well, Finn Balor backstage and you know, kind of asking him what's, uh, what's going on with him and Constable Corbin. And Bobby Roode, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, takes over the, the interview session. Yeah. A little arrogant, I felt. And, and I feel it's going in a good direction. And a little overconfident. Yeah, I, I feel like this is it, it'll hopefully lead into his heel turn eventually. Yeah. And, you know, having the glorious, because he was a little like, you know, come on, Renee, we're going to be, gl- you know, she's glorious? And no, victorious. I, come on, that was an easy one. I, victorious. It was a softball. I tossed it up there for you. So it did seem a little bit, a little heel. Like if you turn the heel from 110, turn to like two. Sure, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? And it was a little bit of a copy from the uh, uh, Brian Daniels promo from a couple weeks ago. Okay. Which Remember one? Remember the one where he was asking her to say yes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it must be the same guy writing these segments backstage. I wonder who it is. Uh, yeah. No, uh, and then next up we have Kurt Angle and Kevin Owens backstage again. Um, Excuse me. You know, Owens. Oh, this is where Owens, what, did he offer him up like a little plant or something? Oh, he's spraying the air freshener. Yeah. He goes, there's poor, poor air circulation in here. You know? If you ask me, huh, it huh. smells like a uh, porta potty from last week. Huh. He's like, huh. If you ask me, didn't start smelling until you walked in here. <laughs> uh, that's when Mick Ziggle wiggles, the team of Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre walk in. And the match is officially made for the night. Kurt Angle makes the match. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for, la- for the main event. If Drew McIntyre loses, he will be banned from ringside at Extreme Rules. So we'll see what happens. More on that later. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Elias and Baron Corbin versus Balor. And Robert Roode. The main news from this match is we are getting an Elias album. Yes. I mean, I I hope this is real. He said it was real. Like he said, this is real. Yeah. Uh, I hope this is real. I hope uh, nope. Wolf Wolf Ref is real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say I hope it's not like Rough Rough Ref where you know we're just gonna say it every, where they're gonna say it every week. Yeah, I, I hope both are real. Man, Very if, real. Um, we if we get if that album comes out, we have to do like a, a play and review for that. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Sit there and listen to it and be like, okay. I know because we're reviewing it. We, we don't can, have to worry about uh, copyright it, exactly because like you know we're just we're promoting the stuff. Yeah, you know? um, and this was I mean, it, this was it, uh, it was what it was. Tom Brady told me to pretend to like you. Yeah, um, the, he does his song, and it, yeah, I actually never really listened to the songs a whole lot of the time. I, I made, made a point to listen because it was the Boston crowd. Oh, okay, um, but I, I did when Baron Corbin came out. It was so like uh, Baron Corbin just like has no music. Like he's just Do you like, know Twinkle Twinkle? He's like, Hey, let's sing a lullaby for, for Finn Balor and he's like, Itsy bitsy Balor oh, yeah, it went up the turnbuckle. <laughs> I'm just like, All right, dude, like 
what at least Elias sat there and makes up words to his song, like writes an actual song yeah. every week. Yeah, he's, and it's not like the same like The Rock. He would do the same strumming every week. Yeah, dun, he, this guy has a different tune every week. Oh, The Rock would just do like the dun 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 yeah. dun dun like yep. the bluesy riff. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, out come uh, Finn Balor and eventually Bobby Roode. Um, uh, and Corbin flubbed the, uh, a line here. Yeah, man. I know what it was. What yeah. he said? Did you catch it? No, I didn't. He was didn't like, blah, 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 and the crowd let him have it. Oh man, yeah. The boss, like I said, the Boston crowd won't let you uh, won't let you go for that yeah, one. Yeah, here's where I actually had the notes. It was Corbin, Graves, Ziggler, then Cole. After the break, they all flubbed their lines tonight. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. but you know, like they say, sometimes it's contagious. You know, if somebody uh, uh, blows a spot in the ring yeah it's contagious and people start blowing spots all night yeah it's like when you when you when you're playing basketball you keep hitting threes and eventually you miss that first one it's over for the rest yeah. of the day yeah you're you know done what I mean? yeah like you get 10 free throws and then like miss one it's after yeah. that's done or even your team yeah you know it could ruin the whole team exactly um but this was an okay match eventually the end of the match was an end of days to bobby rude and um Corbin pins Bobby Roode for the win. During his match, they did the picture-in-picture. Picture. Isn't that a SmackDown thing? No, they've been doing it every... They've been doing it on Raw, too. Uh, it's it's getting annoying, but... And I hate because they do it for their only for their pay-per-views. You know? Like, I'd rather just their pay-per-views than, like, Coors Light, you know? Yeah. But it's just, like, these lame, like, commercials. Like, how do I explain Extreme, extreme Rules? So SmackDown is act- actually does real commercials... Versus Raw mm-hmm. that does just yeah. their self promo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh, damn it. Yeah, they it started like just after WrestleMania. Yeah. And Raw wishes they were smacking it. Yeah, yeah. Raw just has to feel all raw inside, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yep. Um good one right there. And then uh we go cut backstage to Kurt Angle and Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman in the uh, backstage area in Kurt Angle's office and Kevin Owens freaking out, you know, as he should be, because you know Braun is is a, is a crazy man. Yeah, you know, attacking him every week for no reason. You know, Kevin just wanted to be his friend. Hey, man, like I don't know. That's why I don't. That's why I try not, not to make friends. You know, I don't want people like flipping my cars over and yeah, like throwing me, me in por- porta potties. Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, and basically, Kurt Angle says it's okay. You have nowhere to run this Sunday when you guys are in a steel cage match. So we have. So we have. Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman in Steel Cage this Sunday. I'm gonna say right now, Kevin Owens wins that match. Who yeah. wants to bet? Who yeah. out there wants to bet me? Oh, we'll talk. We'll talk about it on our on predictions. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a it's a good way for Kevin Owens to win without pinning Braun. Yeah, he escapes the the um, he escapes the cage. Yeah, just gets. The, I don't know why people just don't run for that door. I'm just saying. Like first man. thing. Yeah, just run for it, man. You just need a win. You don't need to like prove how you won. Just a win's a win in the record book. The door has to be the easiest way to escape. Yeah, like, and I've only seen it happen maybe two or three times. When are you ever? Gonna, and it's I think there was one when Vince won and he walked out the door. Yeah, and, and, and then I remember uh, who was it? I think it was. Oh, do you remember Ric Flair trying to crawl the door and then the the, the gate oh, gets yeah, smashed on his head? Who, no, I think uh, Ric Flair was the one that no. No, Ric Flair. Ric Flair like, ate the the door. That's right. Because like he was crawling out. And it, Who like, was his, it? Was it like it was in WCW? Right? Yeah. Was it like oh the Koloff God. or somebody? No, no. It was it was like later in WCW. Okay, it was when so, I was watching. So it was Nitro days. Oh, then it had to be like Razor Ramon or Some, Kevin probably Nash. Like someone in the NWO or something. Yeah. Um, because he was feuding with Eric Bischoff for a while. Well, too. maybe I could see an evil Lex Luger do that. Oh my God! I just remember that. And be like, oh my God! Like that. Yeah, I remember that. That my ears rang after that. 
Uh, yeah. So then, um, where were we? Oh, yeah. Um, more shitty counseling. Uh, sorry. More was it really? Cruddy more, counseling. I, see, I stopped taking notes on the counseling. I was just like, okay, cool. They're still talking. Yeah, they, they came back for another session. You know, I say, counseling's counseling. That's your deal. You go figure it out. I don't need to see you guys do counseling. Yeah. Come back when you're good and ready to work. See, I I, I didn't mean... I'm, I'm trying not to curse on the air. Okay. But I had a couple drinks last night while yeah. I was watching the show, and I actually put down on my notes... The curse word. So WTF is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know. Wow, wow, Jose, calm down. I right? know you're getting crazy over there. Loon. Uh, but next up, we have Renee Young with Roman Reigns, and this was just uh, uh, uh well, we did have three, four, or five Roman Reigns. Things, didn't we? Less, less Roman. At least they week, spread though. it out. Yeah, we had one less Roman segment. Uh, he, you know, he wanted to provoke Lashley because he wanted to. Uh, he want he goes. I have that killer instinct, and I am the dog. I'm the big dog. Did you say? I think he just said, "I am the dog." Yeah. He didn't even say, "I'm the big dog." He, um, he goes. After I'm done with him, I'm moving on to bigger and better things. Great. So we're getting another Universal Championship uh, Roman Reigns match yep. at SummerSlam. And all of a sudden, he has respect for Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Like he, that, that's the way it came off. He's like, I, I I respect Lashley, you know, and I wanted I wanted to ignite. Did he say something like, "I wanted to ignite and fire within him"? Yeah. It's like, dude, don't give me that crap. Yeah. Like, I've, I've had people tell me that before, and I'm like, shut up. You, you just, uh, you were just mad. Yeah, you just wanted to go off on someone, and you chose me to. Yeah, Bob is gonna be the guy. Yeah, someplace else. Uh, so next up, we have the main event of the evening: Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Which, um, this is a really, really cool match. I mean, for Monday Night Raw, um, yeah. main event. I mean, after watching New Japan this weekend and King of Indies, for me, it was a little lackluster, but. Yeah, you what know. is it going to be? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like I said, good match of Raw. There was a really cool spot where Drew McIntyre pretty much deadlifts uh, Rollins off the floor into yeah. a power bomb. Yeah. Um, then Rollins goes for what I call the knee maker. Um, that's where he does the, this the ripcord knee. Oh yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. You know, I only call it the knee maker because Okada's move is called the rainmaker. It's pretty much almost the same thing, but with yeah. Um, what do they call it here? What? what what does Seth Rollins call well, it? Well, Seth, I don't know. I think he just calls it like a rolling knee. Or no, he called it the he changed the name of it a few times. Is it the Kingslayer? I don't know. Because I, I think he called it that, and then I call, he called it like uh, King's Landing at one okay. point. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. And I, yeah, which I was like, that's a really lame name. Like, I know you're a Game of Thrones fan, dude, but you can think of a better name than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you could probably take five minutes and think of a better name. Uh, hey, I, I got one. The Ripcord Knee. There you go, yeah. Just the Ripcord. Yeah. Um, Rollins, like I said, goes for that knee. Uh, that really bad head, head, uh, headbutt. Yeah, by Drew McIntyre to Rollins because you could hear that. And that was I, I thought it was bugging out when I when I heard that. I, no, and that was one of the things I forgot to mention about the New Japan shows. Yeah, is that there were points where everyone would get quiet in the entire stadium, and you can hear those slaps nice. from across the arena. Like, yeah. Ouch. I, I did notice, not to get off topic yeah. again, but that the crowd was very Japanese. Yes. In, in forms of being respectful to the matches, uh, being quiet at certain points, seeing certain moves, and you hear, ooh, ah. Yeah. And there's actually a lot of people that travel in from the show t- for the show, too, from Japan. Okay. I've noticed people that, like, and people that, a lot of people that work for New Japan are just like promotion, uh, media, and all that. Yeah. Like, I saw like the same five, like the same 20 people. Throughout the past couple of days, okay. like working all the shows, they were kind of leading the dance. So to yeah, speak. and you know they did a good job because I made it onto New Japan promotion material twice this week. I saw that. Yeah, I made it onto TV and to their uh, Twitter account. Yeah, so, yeah. You know they're promoting City Wrestling Radio, and that's what I like here. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, New Japan's awesome, man. Um, the crowd was good. Yeah, I'm into it. Good. You know the, the the style of wrestling there. I really love that the speed. Uh-huh. I love that everything is fast. Go, yeah, go go yeah, go, yeah. go go go. And it's 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 like no holds bar. You know. Yeah, just... and none of these cruddy wear down moves. Cut the commercial. Yeah, wear down moves still. And you don't get like these long drawn out promos. You get like a video package maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And, I know, wish I knew, I wish I knew more about the uh be, you know the storylines going on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because the video package didn't really. I mean, they did the trick on like, um, like Cody, Kenny. Cody, Kenny, but I kind of already knew the deal. But with Juice that. and Jay, you're like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I, I didn't even really know why Juice and Jay were kind of going out either. Yeah, I guess I need to follow. Up. Up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and back to WWE. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Good main event. I dug it. But right after, I went right back and rewatched Cody and Kenny Omega. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, distraction by Dolph Ziggler. And then he hits a curb stomp on little Ziggles himself. Yeah, coming in, trying and to interfere. And that's when um, Drew McIntyre hits the Claymore on Seth Rollins. Great looking move. Great uh, looking move. Which is basically a really good, you know, um, uh, big boot. Yeah, th- that's how you take a soft move. I don't want to say soft, but, uh, you know, standard in-ring yeah. wear-down move and make it into a finisher. Yeah, you can't give, like, let's say Kalisto a big boot. You no. know what I mean? That would just, it would look silly. Yeah. Um, but giving it on Drew McIntyre, who's, you know, as big as he is and as muscular as he is. But, but he throws something extra into it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it, it looks great. Yeah. And Drew McIntyre wins, so Drew McIntyre will be at ringside at Extreme Rules. I have a problem with that match. Uh-oh. Iron Man match Third. should be one hour. Not 30 minutes. Should it be an Iron Boy match? It should be or an like Aluminum a, Man an match. An Aluminum Man match? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I hear you, because that, that is like it's, that is a traditional Iron Man match. Yeah, and most main event style matches run at least 20 minutes anyway. And I mean, like, really, do we have to, like, is Alexa and Nia really going to take half an hour up? Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, some of the other matches on the card, like... Are really Team Hell No versus the Bludgeon Brothers is yeah. going to be no. And the pay per view is seventeen hours long. You can you can make an hour Iron Man match out of this. Yeah, and guys, if you want to spend seventeen hours with me and Michael and anyone else from the City Wrestling Radio family that will be there, you can find us at Keysar Pub this Sunday, July fifteenth, where we're hosting a uh, City Wrestling Radio slash San Francisco. Wrestling Watching Club or Watching Wrestling Club. I still can't remember the name off the top of my head, even though I'm a part of it. Yeah. Uh, hosting a watch party for Extreme Rules. Come by, have some drinks, tip your bartender, and we will have extreme trivia afterwards. Uh, Should be a good time. For- I'm actually trying to uh, make some time to make yeah, it out. If you can make it out, that'd be awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll have prizes too, and uh, you know, maybe that maybe that Roddy Piper over there, that toy, will be up for Ooh. up for grabs. Definitely not my ringsider chair. You guys don't get that, okay? That's mine. Off limits. And mine on Tuesdays. Yeah. I mean, Wednesdays. Yeah, Jose needs a place to sit. We don't have another chair. I don't want him, I don't want him just like sitting on my bed. With no, he has no back there. You know what I mean? Back support. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that was raw for you guys. That was raw. Hey, you know, better than most weeks. It's a go home Lately. show. Yeah. Uh, we'll have SmackDown tonight, which will be a little bit better. And then we'll have, um, we'll have NXT and, you know, 205 Live later in the week. Which yeah. Is, How which, much do you want to bet? That Sinsuke and AJ Styles go full blown New Japan style tonight with speed and impact. I think making this match is in retaliation specifically for the New Japan the Cap show? Palace show. Yes. What I, other what other logic would it be? Especially since they just made it. Yeah, and they and they finished their beef. They were on to other things. 
Yeah. They're both way out here, way apart from each other now. Yeah, they have to they have to kind of put up or shut up tonight. Yeah. I'll agree with you on that one. I definitely think AJ and Shinsuke kinda of have to go balls to the walls here. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, they'll do a little SmackDown preview. Um, you know, Oscar tonight will square off in a lumberjack match against James Ellsworth. Uh, apparently, Ty Dillinger will be taking on Samoa Joe tonight. Oh, sorry, Ty. Uh, Shinsuke AJ set for tonight. And Team Hell No will be live on Miz TV. To open the show, most likely, right? Probably. You know. So before we get out of here, guys, you know, we, we do always like to give uh, little birthdays and remembrances today. Uh, tonight, today is the 59th birthday of one. Gilbert, Gil, Dwayne Gill, Lord Gilbert turns fifty nine years old, and I today. bet he's still rocking the gimmick to this day. Yeah, he actually had um, he was doing an independent show with James Ellsworth, and they took a oh, picture boy. together, and it was like <laughs> they took a picture together, and it was like father and son at last. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty good. Um, also today, you know, on birthdays that, of people that are no longer with us, we like to remember them. Sure do. Today we like to remember Johnny Grudge of uh, Public Enemy. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he uh, he passed away in I think two thousand and uh, two thousand six to uh, complications with sleep apnea. Ooh, something my dad passed away of. Hey. So, uh, guys, it's no funny thing, man. Sleep apnea, it's crazy. It's when, yeah. you know what that is. Yeah, it's like when you uh, when you're, when you're boss, sleeping. Yeah, you stop breathing. Your yeah, your throat. When, when usually when you're a little overweight, your your weight on your throat will close. Yeah, and, yeah, it's horrible. But we remember him to this day. Hey, man, you know the ten bell salute for you, right? You know, ding, 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 ding. Um, but yeah. Um, that was the Raw Review. That was a quick uh, recap of this weekend in professional wrestling in San Francisco yep. and, and uh, birthdays. So, guys, this is uh, City Wrestling Radio. This was the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Don't forget to come on by to the Keysar Pub this weekend, July 15th. Keysar Pub is, uh, Pub is a good joint, I promise you. Yeah, come check it. I believe they have food, too, don't they? Yes, they do. All right. So come check it out. I'm Corey Smith. I am Jose. Follow me at CWR Jose, a.k.a. Also known as City Wrestling J. City Wrestling J. And follow all of us at CWR415 across all forms of social media. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. I got to do some homework for improv class, and then I got to go. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye.